Hi there, Fortlakers. Thank you for downloading this brand new episode of Series 3 of the What The Fortlake Podcast. Every week, Rob and I are going to bring you some inspirational stories from our amazing running community, along with some laughs and nonsense from us. Now, before we get started, if you enjoy the show today, there's a few ways that you can support us. Firstly, wherever it is that you get your podcast, please do subscribe. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, then please leave us a review and a rating, which goes a long way to making our show more visible to people who may enjoy it. In addition to this, we have a brand new YouTube channel and we're putting out exclusive content every single week. Please do head over there, subscribe, like some of the videos and make sure you hit the notification. There's stuff on there you will not find anywhere else. And that's the only way to make sure that it's beamed directly to your phone the second it comes available. Yeah, we're also really active on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or contact us directly through our dedicated email address. All the info's in our bio. Give us a follow, share with your friends, and come and have a chat with us. If this is the first time that you're listening to us, first off, where have you been? But secondly, we do have a massive back catalogue of shows that are available, including the entirety of Series 1 and 2, free to listen to, and they always will be. There's some great episodes in there that we are very, very proud of. So go on, check them out, and let us know what you think. Yeah, and finally, Rob is still on the fundraising grind on the way to his Berlin Marathon, all in support of Prostate Cancer UK. He's raised over 500 quid so far, and he'll be embarking on some more wacky challenges throughout the year. So support him, keep your eyes peeled, share the story, and get involved where you can. Most importantly, if you can spare some change, then head over to our Just Giving page. The link is in our social media and in our bio. Any donations are gratefully received. How was that, dude? Yes, better every time, mate. Hit the music! Are you a lawyer or a groupie and are you enjoy your run? Like to take it easy, you're shooting a friend a gun. Whatever your ability is, it's a place to be. So welcome to the world of both like run community. If you're 17, 25, push it in it Matt? Yeah? What's that noise? <laughs> uh, what what noise? That, like, alarm-sounding noise. <laughs> it's, uh, it's probably a car being stolen or a house being broken into or something. I do live in a council estate, so <laughs> I'm sat why, outside. Why, why are you sat in the garden? Uh, well, the... Uh, Kids are all upstairs in each bedroom. One's on PlayStation in our room. One's in his own room on Xbox. Isaac's in his bedroom watching telly. And Donna's downstairs watching football. Right. So you've been relegated to the garden. Mm-hmm. I normally go sit in the kitchen, but washing machine's on as well, so I can't even sit in there. <laughs> <laughs> the, the washing machine outranks you. Is that what's happening? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, dearie me. This is going to be fun, isn't it? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Series 3. Episode 12 of the What The Fart Led podcast, the last episode of the series. My name's Rob. Oh, yeah, and I'm Matt. And uh, we've got a good last show today, haven't we, Matt? We have, yes. Uh, obviously, it's been a bit of a doom and gloom week with the uh, new announcement. Apartments being delayed for weeks and all that sort of stuff. But we're going to try and keep this uh, quite uh, cheerful and happy. So we've got an interview with Ben, Ben Stittle, uh, a.k.a. Sheffield Strider. He's a very uh, very cheery dude, always going out running with new people, and it's a good chat we have with him. Uh, Favourite bits from Series 3, looking forward to Season 4, make my run stuff, and then we'll find out if Statman John, if he gives us a ring, has found Harold after all. Oh yes, the, it's his last opportunity to find Harold as well, isn't it? That's exciting. Yeah. Let's see what happens there. So... 
before we get started, my friend, how's your week been? Ooh, it's been interesting, hasn't it? Uh, I, uh, we started marathon training this week. We did. Mm. We did. Uh, it's been yeah. good. How, how have you found it so far? Uh, well, it's day one. We're recording uh, Monday this week. It's day one. No, we're recording Tuesday it's this week. Tuesday. It's, Tuesday. it's day two. Yeah. Monday was rest day for me. Uh, Tuesday is was some speed sessions, so it was 200s. Uh, no, it was two minutes uh, at 10k pace, and I seemed to be all right. Strapped my ankle up. I thought if yeah. I don't start now, I never will. So I thought, you know, I'll try and stay positive and, uh, and get out and get it done. Yeah, but that's not all we've done, though. It's not all we've done this week, is it, from a running perspective? Where did we go on Sunday, Mafu? Sunday, we went to... Where did we go Sunday? I forgot. <laughs> the whole days are mixing into Junior one. Junior Park Run, you mess. Oh, wow, yes, we did. I totally forgot about that, mate. <laughs> My mind's in a, in a, t- in a, in a daze. God, yeah, Junior Park one. Uh, Isaac's first Junior Park Run, yeah. He doesn't, want, he doesn't want to go back. <laughs> He doesn't want to go back. No. No. Okay. <laughs> I had to, uh, uh, we, we did went to the Legacy Park, didn't we? The Olympic Legacy Park, Junior Park run, uh, Isaac's first time. And uh, we, ended up, we did one lap, and uh, Isaac thought he were finished. And <laughs> he <laughs> said, I don't want to go around again. I had to bribe him with uh, water balloons. Uh, otherwise, he wouldn't have gone around for the second time. So, yeah, a bit of bribery. And we got him around. But yeah, I enjoyed it. Met, met up with you, ran with you and with Harry. Uh, met, met Sammy and, uh, and Harper. Yeah, it was good fun. I enjoyed it anyway. Sod him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think you do need a kid, though, for future reference. Like, you can't just show up on your own and be like, I my kid didn't like it, but I did, so I've just come back on my own this time. <laughs> that is a quick fire way to get yourself on a register, my friend. Yes, 100%. Um, so yeah no we had we had fun at junior park run uh lads both did amazing and also we were uh, another reason why we could have found ourselves on a register this weekend that we, we ended up in our in, in our pants at poolsbrook park run uh sorry poolsbrook park um eating each other with inflatable sticks didn't we yeah that was fun really fun yeah uh got there early doors so we, so we didn't get spotted by uh passers-by even though we had a few strange looks but uh, yeah i think we got there about half past six weren't it something like that <laughs> yeah. uh yeah if anybody walked past uh with children i think they might have uh <laughs> yeah being a bit weirded out <laughs> yeah uh well i to be honest mate i was there and i was weirded out but um it yeah was good it was good fun, fun wasn't it, it if really anyone's not if anyone's not checked out our ladiators uh, skit for Make Matt Run, which we'll talk about in a little bit more detail. We do have finale for Make Matt Run later on in the episode. Uh, you can check it out on YouTube. It's also on Instagram. Uh, we had a lot of fun with it. Uh, yeah, and it took and it took a lot of time and effort and, and love mm-hmm. went into making it all jokes aside. So please do let us know what you think. Um, so yeah, so positivity then, man. So yeah, we, it's mm-hmm. been a positive week for us. There has been some doom and gloom. Uh, the uh, Boris has told us we're not we're not getting out. Uh, mm. This well. It was meant to be now, wasn't it? Or next week. Yeah. Um, by the time this goes out, uh, which in turn has meant other restrictions, delays, it's impacted a lot of people in a lot of ways, none more so than Parkrun. But we're not going to focus on that. We talk about Parkrun a lot. We're just going to say it's going back at the end of July and we're looking forward to that. So let's focus on some positives instead. I want to talk about this series, Matt, because it's flown by, hasn't it, dude? Yeah, man. Ten, uh, t- ten, no, 10 weeks, 12 weeks, 12 weeks, weren't it? Yeah, it's gone fast every series every series seems to be uh going by like like that click of the fingers it's just yeah wow Absolutely. some good stuff in there some good chats yeah 
What was your favourite episode, man? What was your, who was your favourite guest? Let's put you on the spot. My favourite episode? I, I, do you know what? I think it was the, the dynamic of the uh, Couch to 5K chat. No, the, yeah. the the three the four four different people in it, and I think it resonated with me through uh, through Donna as well, um, because she she went on that journey and hear hearing other people's stories about it. I think yeah, that that, that was probably my favourite, uh, and and the, I think that was one of our better interview best interviews as well, juggling the the three people and uh, and and getting everybody involved. Yeah, that's probably one that I enjoyed the most. Thanks, mate. Yeah, no, it mm. was that was a great one. I love I love the whole the whole catch fight. The ladies were all amazing on it. Um, yeah, we had a lot of good guests though, didn't we? There was a lot, and again, it seems like it's flowed by. How about Amrit, man? Amrit Gatora, yeah, yeah. Six star finisher. Did you get a oh. little bit of a end up being a bit of a green eyed monster at the end of that, man? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <sighs> oh, if I only had some money, <laughs> could run faster. <laughs> I would a bit better at running, yeah. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a less injured, yes. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. all of these stories we inspire you. Even uh, the, the first guest we had on, uh, Nick Butter. Oh. Him, yeah. him running around, around Britain and his, all these challenges he keeps doing and all that sort of stuff, yeah. Like I said in, in previous episodes, the people that we have on, they've all got unique stories um, and they've all got got de- decent um, tales to tell and different challenges and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, yeah, everyone is just as good as the next, I think. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> well, Jack, are you any standout guests for you this series? I know you're a Nick Butter fanboy, but... Yeah, um, I re- obviously I really like the Nick Butter episode, and I'm also um, I know you just mentioned his name, but I quite liked Amrich just because it's something I want to do. I want to try and strive to get quicker in the marathon, and he's done the majors. Um, and then on the back of that, I did my after the finish line episode with um, Amrit was who he wants to try and follow along on those journeys. So it's yeah, it's just I think the whole series of guests has been really good. I've had fun doing after the finish line with, I know it's not the podcast, but it's tied in. I've been having loads of fun with that. And as Matt said, I did, I really enjoyed the episode with Matt and Donna hearing about her couch to 5k um, journey and everything. And last week with the ultra dicks, that was so much fun. Um, but yeah, I think that whole series has been quite exciting for me and I've enjoyed the talk about running. You know me, I'm a little bit nerdy when we mm. spoke about the marathon trials that got me really excited not being weird or anything uh when we spoke about ultra running and then when you guys spoke about ultra running last week when i wasn't here to record i was a little bit proud of you both it warmed my heart yeah i think so we I, I, you know what i i've enjoyed we just in the first two series we had a bit of a formula didn't we and we stuck to it and it was great and people enjoyed it and it was brilliant. I think we pushed ourselves out of our comfort zone a little bit, boys, this series. You know what I mean? We've bigger variety of guests in terms of what they've achieved, where they're looking to go, what they're trying to do. Um, like Matt said, we tried to push the envelope a little bit by doing the couch, the 5K, the round table. Look out for more of that in series four because I thought um, that was something that went really well. So watch this space. Um, and then also, yeah, more, more, more talk about actual running. Um, I think we tried it out in early series, didn't we? But maybe it just didn't quite land because we didn't have the hook or the right content. But I love talking about, you know, the weird and wonderful races around the world that we talked about, yeah. or when Jack's come on and dropped some knowledge about the qualifiers. It's I, I've I've had so much fun, boys, so much, so much fun, um, and I'm really, really looking forward to series four. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of which, it's only around the corner. First of July, series four goes out. 
know. I know. We don't. We don't give ourselves much time off, do we? Um, and and yeah, and we've got loads of new uh, guests. Where I'll save our uh, season launch guest announcement for the end of the episode. Uh, leave you all hanging a little bit. But loads of other fun stuff. The return of Make Matt Run. By popular demand. By popular demand. And and we've got an exclusive announcement for the podcast right here. Are you ready? Are you ready, boys? Go on then. So so in series two, ladies and gentlemen, uh you oh was it was it yeah, it was series two, wasn't it? In series two. You may remember, or if you weren't with us back then, you will, I'll just fill you in. Uh, we did a mile off between a team fronted by myself and a team fronted by Mafu. Mm-hmm. Most miles wins. We did some fun challenges over a 10-week period. Um, and we ended up coming right down to the wire, which was incredible. Matt won. Team Matt won, the Matt bags. Team Matt won, yep. Um, so we're doing it again because people said they wanted it. But we're going to do it again with a twist, okay? Ooh. With a twist, because we've got some Robeds, some of Team Rob that decided mm-hmm. they wanted to come back. We've got some of Team Matt that decided they wanted to come back. We've also got a ton of new friendly faces that want to become part of the Fartlek family and take part in our community challenge, which is amazing. We're super excited awesome to have you. Stuff, so we thought, yeah. what what could we do to add a bit of a dynamic into it? Different mm. challenges. Mix the teams up, but then none of them wanted to bloody move. So um, <laughs> there's loyalties in Team Matt and Team Rob. So I'll tell you what I'm going to do, Mafu. Go on then. Rowdy Robbie Pipe Cleaners here, baby. <laughs> and this contest, Metro Met, just became a triple threat match, baby. Ooh, triple threat. <laughs> triple threat. So we're going to have a Who's third, third team. Who's the third man, Devin? Who could it be? That's a very obscure... Well, it's not an obscure wrestling reference. Neil Marshall will get it, probably. Um, NWO Hulk Hogan turning. Uh, it's not Hulk Hogan. We don't want him. He, I think he's racist. We don't want him on the podcast. Um, so, uh, it's Jack! It's Jack! Hey! Hey! Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. Jack, Jack's, on, Jack's on my team. Not anymore! No. What? You no. traitor, Jack! Nope. <sighs> And I'm going to swoon some of the Make Matt Run, <laughs> the Matt members, to my team, because I know they loved me more than you. Ooh, I'm going to tap them up. Fighting I'm Tom thinking Lou, Rav, Ben no. Stittle, uh, my dad. Maybe he'll join my team, maybe a second. No, I, 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 no I'm, I'm, I'm going to go out on a limb. He'll stay with Matt. No, no. <laughs> He has to come on my team. I'll get him a good I'm Father's Day present if he comes on I'm my team. I'm having Beth. You can have Beth. <laughs> Actually, I don't think she's doing it. You'll be all right. You won't have her. Anyway. <laughs> take, take Donna. Stop. I've got Donna. Stop fighting. Um, so, Jack, what, what are your team colours? Obviously, I'm red, Matt's blue. You're going to be yeah. yellow? Um, actually, I will go yellow because I like yellow and I've got a yellow vest on now. There we go. So, yeah, Jack. So, um, watch this space, guys. We're going to be drawing uh, names awfully soon. Um, Looking at who's going to be Team Rob, who's going to be Team Matt, and who's going to be Team Jack. Who needs needs a wrestling name? He could be Jack the Snack Roberts. Yes. 
<laughs> a snack because I'm very good looking, like a snack. I like it. No, the no, snack because you love that. Also, it sounds a bit like snake. He also needs a, a a name to be called by as well. Like you're a Robhead, I'm a Matt bag. Oh, I've got it! I've got it! The jackasses. Yeah, that's that's original. <laughs> Actually, that's a bit mean on my team. We think of something different. As opposed to Robheads. <laughs> yeah, really. so. Brilliant. So that's yeah, that's me about run. Yeah. That's the challenge. Community challenge coming up. We got a bit lost in that, boys. People are staying with us through it. Hope you're excited. Hopefully there's a few happy Robheads and Matt bags. We will be giving you the opportunity to stay on your original team if you wish to do so. Unless Jack, of course, taps you up. Uh, our newbies, we will be looking to move them between the brilliant, brilliantly formed team Jack. And, uh, and both mine and Matt's teams. Super excited to launch that on the 1st of July alongside Series 4. Um, charity football match, that's coming up. It is, it is, yes. The, uh, Can't wait for that. July. We're going to have to make some that. changes, unfortunately. But, uh, yeah, we're going to try and still make it as fun as we can do. Yeah, COVID restrictions have made it. We had quite a few people talking about coming to watch. I think we're going to have to keep it to the players now. But I think Sammy's going to lead an expedition of people who did who were still keen and local to come and meet some friendly faces. We didn't want to restrict it just to the guys playing the football. So Sammy's going to do a little bit of a picnic in the park for the guys who aren't playing, which I think will be lovely. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we'll still make sure we make a big deal of the day. Maybe find a beer garden afterwards if we can't have more than six people together inside. We'll figure all that out, but we're excited to host you all uh, for the WTF mm-hmm. Cup. Uh, Robberham United versus Mattlesfield Town. Um, it's going to be great. Uh, so, yeah, we've got loads coming up, haven't we? I could, I, could, yeah. I could wax lyrical with you two beautiful gentlemen all day. However, I think that we should go and have a chat with another beautiful gentleman. Me. Another beautiful gentleman. That no, not you. you okay. Hobbit. No. <laughs> uh, so we're going to chat. Ewok needs to pipe down. Um, back in your box. Um, so one thing that I would say before we get started. So we're going to chat to Ben Still. Uh, ben is awesome, man. Uh, real life pal. We recorded it face to face. Uh, which is great because the sound quality is a little bit better. So we're looking forward to hearing that. And Matt joined us. Uh, he didn't contribute anything, if I'm completely honest. Yeah, he was just like just there. Um, but he, he was there. Um, so a bit of a different dynamic to it. hope you guys enjoy it. Ben's great. Uh, one of the first people I interacted with on social media. Um, one of the reasons why I joined the running club I joined. It was his kind of encouragement and, and positive words about the running club and my helping me get over my self-confidence issues in joining the running club. So I'm eternally grateful to him for that. And also he's just a pal and a really nice dude. And he's got a great running story. He's gone through a lot, Ben, um, that you might not know about him just from seeing the positivity and the, the running with different people on, on Instagram. So we're going to get into it. It's a bit of a longer one, but you'll I think the time will fly by. I think you'll love it. He's got a lot of cool stuff to say. So without further ado, Mafu, should we go and have a chat with Mr. Ben Stittle? Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to, for the last time in the series, Sad Face, uh, one of our interviews with an inspirational member of our running community, an amazing member of our running community, the one, the only, Matt Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yes. you know, it's, it's Inspires abs- me every day. <laughs> it's, it's absolutely not Matt, um, although he's snuck in and insisted on being here. So how are you, buddy? I'm good, I'm yes, fine. I'm good, yeah. how are you? I'm good, thank nice. you, mate. But for the actual uh, guest, someone we've wanted to chat to, 
for absolutely ages, ages. He's an absolute OG, a real life friend, a fellow Steel City Strider. Mm -hmm. um, probably uh, the guy who has run with the most people that he met <laughs> on Instagram. Um, but an absolutely great runner, coach in his own right. Jolly good dude, and I can't wait to chat with him. Mr. Ben Stittle, how are we doing today, brother? Oh, I'm alright, thanks. Yeah, not bad. I feel like a bit of a disappointment for your fans, but being the last episode. Oh, but I'm here, I'm here, let's go. Uh, absolutely not. We've uh, we've brought Matt along specifically to make you look better. All <laughs> oh, right, yeah, <laughs> easily done. And, just, and taller. Absolutely, uh, taller and better looking. Right, so let's get into it. We're gonna have fun today. So we always start in the same kind of place with these chats, Ben. So we like to talk a little bit about how people got into running, what your motivation was. Do you want to just tell listeners a little bit about how you first started your journey into running? Oh crikey! Um, right, so January twenty seventeen. I was going through a bit of a rough patch, just split up with a girl and kind of found myself in the same position that I'd been in years before, um, where I was just sat around thinking, what what am I doing with my life? What am I doing? I'm, I'm just working and then just existing kind of thing. I, and I sat on the sofa one Saturday night and I thought, I just need to, just need to get out, just need to clear my head. And I, I just thought, you know what, I'm going to put my shoes on and go for a run here. I'm just going to go for a run. I mean, I'm, I'm not a runner. I wasn't a runner. Um, I've got a history of fitness. I've always done some kind of sport, um, football, 25 years of football, tennis, played a lot of tennis. Uh, but running wasn't really my thing. Um, put my shoes on, got dressed up. I thought, right, what running kit should I put on? So I put my thickest tracky bottoms on. I put a, <laughs> put a big, thick hoodie on thinking it's, it's January, it's cold out there. I'm not going to warm up. And I set off, no plan in mind of where I was going. I just ran and just ran and had to keep stopping and I thought bloody hell this is hard this is hard got home about half an hour later sweating buckets um, sat down and then all of a sudden I think you call it endorphins just kicked in and I was like oh wow oh wow that felt quite good actually yeah I quite enjoyed that um, so yeah so I just kind of sat there and thought I might, I might do that again this week I might, I might go out and try again so, so I did I did and I wore a few less layers this time and decided to actually map a route that didn't involve hills um, hard, hard <laughs> round where you live yeah so, bloody is yeah yeah everywhere you go from me it's either uphill or downhill but I found a semi flat, flat route um, and I ran it again and and then yeah I decided to, for some reason I don't know why I was never an Instagram fan but I put, I decided, right, I'm going to post it on my Instagram. I'm going to, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to log this as like one of my first ever posts on Instagram. And I put it on and I just randomly got a message from an old friend of mine. Somebody, somebody that I used to go to school with, used to work with, used to go out drinking with, etc. But somebody that I hadn't seen for like eight, nine years, not spoken. Reasons for it is he'd moved over to Japan and he was working and he was... He worked long hours and he started a family over there. So, But he, he just sent me a message back and he was like, I'm coming back to England and uh, I fancy getting back into running because, unlike me, he'd been a runner years and years before. Uh, he was like, I fancy getting back into running. Uh, I might come and join you. And if it hadn't have been for that message, I'd have, I don't know how far I would have gone with my running, but he sent me that message and we both agreed that the only time of the day we could really fit it in was like five o'clock in the morning, middle of winter. Um, and he just spiralled from there really. And then he was he came and he brought his knowledge, his experience. He's, he's, he, he was just kind of inspiring to me. 
um, telling me all the things he'd achieved, times he'd achieved. Not that I knew anything what times were at yeah. the time. When he turns around and goes, oh, I've run a 1.22 half, I'm like, is that good? Is that good? I don't know. It's not bad. Uh, is it? <laughs> is it? Right, fair. All right, fair enough. Um, and and we just made it like a regular thing, week in, week out, twice a week. We'd meet, we'd meet up twice in a week. And then, and then for some strange reason... Um, I decided, you know what, I'm going to set myself a challenge here. I'm, I'm going to run a half marathon because he talked about it so much, and that was kind of his distance. And I was like, come on, then let, let, let's sign up for a half. So obviously, Sheffield half. Not an easy first one not, to do, though, no, mate, is it? No, not at all, not at all. But living in Sheffield, knowing the hill, I mean, I can I can see Sheffield half hill out of my bathroom window, so okay. um, I can just see it all the way, the whole climb all the way to the pub. The pub. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, and we just said, right, we're going to do it and we're going to train for it and we'll just do the best we can and whatever it is, we'll just take it from there. And so we decided to start meeting up and we were we were doing the loop. We were doing the hilly loop at five o'clock in the morning in wow. the middle of winter. And I just, I, I look back now and I think to myself, that's mad. I mean, we ran up that hill in gale force winds, coming back at a sleet, snow, five o'clock in the morning, pitch black. Head torches weren't really our thing at the time. We no. weren't bothered. We were just running up the middle of the road, and and yeah, I ran, I ran Sheffield half, and wow, what a day, what a day, what a feeling crossing that line, and you knowing I had so much family and people, people around the course. Like I was thinking, right, they're going to be here, they're going to be here. And it just kind of drove me round. Yeah, um, I crossed the line, and that was it. I was just hooked. Yeah, I was like, right. Went to the next one. Come on, I want to do it again. So was this 2017 then? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So how does the journey progress from there then? Because I met you in, I think, late 2008, mid-2018, I think I became aware of you. Um, so okay. what, what happens then? So are you you said you were hooked. When when did you join a running club? What, what are the next steps for you? How, do you, how does that um, then progress? So the rest of 2017 started off with just carrying on with half marathons. And then, and then all of a sudden, in August... Um, I was in the gym one morning. Part of my trying to get fit and healthy, I was I was going to the gym every every other morning that I wasn't running. So I'd be in the gym at five o'clock and I'd do like a hit session and then I'd jump straight on the treadmill. And it was just one uh, August the fifteenth. I was in the gym at Hillsborough and I was running on the treadmill and I finished um, and I pressed the stop button and like literally as soon as I pressed the stop button and it started to I started to do the cool downy walk thing on it. I just felt like a pop in my chest yeah. and I was like okay what was that what was that um now I know what it was I knew what it was but I was trying to tell myself it wasn't so um I stood there on the treadmill and everything started going dizzy um so let, let's throw it back to 2010 and in 2010 I had a lung collapse um I was just working away uh, one day and it just felt it just felt like somebody punched me on my shoulder blade at the back and I just thought nothing of it I just carried on working but there was a lady I was working with at the time and she took one look at me and she goes Ben you've gone as white as a ghost um are you all right I'm like um yeah I think so I think so she's like listen are you sure and I, and I started to go dizzy and a bit sweaty <clears throat> so she called the uh city city center paramedics and they came and he took one look at me and he's like, oh, I'm just going to do a few tests on you. So he sat me down and he started hooking me up to ECGs and that and uh, like one of his little mobile kits and he's like, I think I need to take you to the hospital. Oh, so at the time I'm thinking, 
well, I don't know what's going on here, what's going on? So he took me to the hospital and uh, they sat me down and they're like, oh, we're just going to do an x-ray on your chest. And I'm just still oblivious here in the thing. I'm just I'm just texting back to work saying, oh, I'll be back in an hour or so, I think. Um, and then a nurse comes through and she goes, um, have you heard of a pneumothorax? I'm like, I can't even spell it. I, know, I don't know. I can't I even say it. No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't even know what you mean. And she's like, um, well, it looks like you've got a partial pneumothorax. I'm like, explain. She's like, well, your lungs collapsed. Um, your lungs collapsed on one side. I'm like, no, it hasn't. Or else, surely I'd be feeling something more than this. And um, she was like, no, yeah, look, here's your X-ray. This gap here is where you, how far down your lungs collapsed. And um, I was like, oh, right, okay. What are we going to do now then? So all I'm thinking is uh, fitness. Um, all of a sudden, I can't do any fitness now. That, that that's the end of my journey. Were you big? Was that big into football back 2010? Was that your sport? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Football's football's always kind of been my sport. Yeah, um, I used to play. Christ, I used to play about six nights a week at the time. Yeah, um, so big change. I used to, then. Yeah, I used to. I used to play five a side all the time. I used to play Saturday league, um, and yeah, I was just thinking, all oh, right, so I can't can't play football anymore. Can't do anything like that. Um, and she goes, right, okay. So uh, what we've got to do is we've got we've got to try and drain the air out of your chest to see if your lung will just reinflate naturally. So two minutes later, she comes back out with this massive, massive needle. I'm like, where do you think you're putting that? <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, right, we're just going to numb your chest a bit. And I'm thinking, my chest? And so she, she did, and she stuck this needle through my chest, and she started pulling, trying to drag air out, and it just didn't happen. It just didn't happen. So they were like, right, we're going to stick a chest drain in. I'm thinking, what the hell's a chest drain? Is that going down my throat? Is it? Where's he going? And she's like, so we're going to in, cut an incision in and we're going to stick a tube in here and it's going to suck all the air out and any fluids that are formed in the cavity and hopefully your lung will just reinflate. So I was like, wow, this is a bit serious. It's a bit serious, this. I'm thinking, Christ, I'm, I'm not going back to work. I was going to say, like, like, like more than an hour. I'm not going back in an hour. Um, so, so, yeah, so three days I was in. It reinflated, they took the chest drain out, doctors were like, just take it easy, don't really do anything, give it time, it'll heal itself, and then just, if you want to get back into stuff, just do it really slowly, so, yeah. I did nothing, no fitness, no nothing, for like three weeks, so for, it first went down on the 1st of July, I was back out of hospital on like the 3rd or 4th, and then on the 23rd of July, I was... I had a week off and I thought, right, I'll go and see my mum. Mum lives in Bolton, I'm in Sheffield. I thought, I, I didn't have a car at the time, so I thought, right, I'll get, I'll get the train over to Manchester and then uh, get the little local train out to Bolton because you live right near a train station. So um, I'm on the bus into town, I'm just sat there, music on, drinking Oasis. I remember I had a mm. bottle of Oasis and I'm just it's drinking. Funny the things you remember. Yeah, isn't it? I'm, I'm just sat on the back of the bus. Um, I just felt it go again. I just felt my shoulder blade go again, and I'm like, it can't be. It can't. I'm not doing anything. I'm just sat on a bus. And how old were you? Oh, 2010. Uh, 25. 25. Um, so I'm sat on the bus and I'm travelling. I'm like, it's not. It, it's definitely not. And and exactly the same thing happened again. I got off the bus, and everything just started going dizzy, and I just started feeling lightheaded. Um, I just rung my mum, I said, Mum, I, th I think my lung's gone again. And she's like, you're not coming over then, are you? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I think I'll just get on the train and we'll see how you go. She's like, don't you dare bloody come over and get somebody to see to you. So I went to the, uh, saw one of the 
people, you'll know what they're called, Matt, people that work in train station, with, uh, bus station oh, with yeah, high vis. Yeah, something like yeah. that, yeah. And Knew we got him on for a reason. Yeah, that's it. Is it right? You done, <laughs> Matt? <laughs> yeah, off you go. <laughs> um, and I just said to them, one of them, I said, listen, uh, it's not alarming, but my lung's collapsed. Um, she kind of looked at me funny. <laughs> and she was like, how would you know that? <laughs> so I, I'm like, my lungs collapsed. I found an ambulance. Um, would you mind just keeping an eye on me until it arrives, um, just in case I faint or anything? Not that I thought I would, but um, so yeah, ambulance turned up, and uh, they said, uh, said, how do you know it is, what it is? And I was like, well, it happened three weeks ago. That oh right, okay, then right, straight into A and E, straight in. So I got in there and uh, sat down, and it was exactly the same nurse that had seen to me three right. weeks before, Stephen May Mailer or something like that. Uh, um, and he just looked at me and he's like, what are you doing here again? I went, I don't know, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, has it gone again? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, he's like, right. So I did say to you last time that if it happens again, chance we might have to operate. So in goes the chest strain and they were like, we'll give it a few days. If it doesn't reinflate, we're going to have to operate. Lo and behold, it didn't reinflate properly. So that was it. I was, on, uh, I was being told that I was going to have an operation. I'm like, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do? And they're like, well, we're gonna we're gonna go in, make a few holes, go in. We're gonna chop a bit out. We're gonna scrape your the inside of your cavity. We're gonna chuck a load of glue in there, and then we're just gonna reinflate it and hope it stays stuck up. I'm like, Sounds like a Saturday night <laughs> to me when, when the kids are away. <laughs> I was like, hmm, delightful. Yeah, that sounds that sounds delicious. Um, and lo and behold, it happened January the, uh, July the 29th. Um, woke up, world of pain bit fine I was on morphine gave me a button and it was just like press the button as much as you need I'm like press 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 <laughs> press press, press. <laughs> so much pain but it was brilliant uh, so many people came and visited me and uh, my mum would drive over from Baltimore most days and see me bring, bring me a MACD's in or whatever I wanted at the time like, what do you want bringing in I was like Domino's <laughs> a quarter pounder um, hospital food is rubbish it really yeah. is um, and then they let me out and that back in 2010, I had no ambitions of really going back into fitness, and I didn't really. I kind of had a little bit of a break. So, so fast forward 2017, which is where that all started from. Yeah, we're, um, we're back on the treadmill. We're back now. We're, we're back. back on the treadmill. So we've gone dizzy. Yeah, yeah. So we've gone dizzy. We've walked to the changing rooms. Um, I've sat down in the changing rooms again. The dizziness came. The sweats came, and I sat there for like 10 minutes, and I. I I was telling myself, it's not, it is not my lung again. I'm not, I'm not going through all that again. I'm like, it, my, I was thinking, because at the time I'd just done like an interval session on the treadmill. So I'm thinking, I'm swinging my arm, swinging my arm. Maybe I've just tweaked a muscle in my arm or, or my back or something. So after about 10 minutes, I started to kind of compose myself and I felt a little bit better. So I got in the shower and I ran it really cold because I thought that'll cool me down. That'll stop the sweating. So I did, so I showered, I changed, I drove to work. I actually did a full day at work um, because it just settled down and I felt all right. Um, and I was meeting my friend Nick to go for a run in the evening. I met him. I said to him, I said, I've got a few little chest pains in my chest today. I said, can we just take it nice and steady tonight? So he went, yeah, of course, yeah, fine, yeah, yeah. But I tell you, within the first 10 steps... I knew it. I knew. I knew it was my lung. Yeah. As soon just, as you needed to do that. As soon as you needed your lungs a bit more. Yeah. 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 Because I was in such a sombre state of work, just just plodding away and just sitting at a desk and that yeah. I wasn't exerting myself. But within that first ten steps of that run, it just felt like someone was hammering my chest with a sledgehammer. 
I was like, oh Christ, here we go again. And I, so I just took a few breaths. I said, stop, stop, stop. I took a few breaths, took a few breaths. And I thought, I know, I'll just push on my chest. Maybe it's the muscle. I'll just run for a little bit, see if that stops it. And no, that was it. That was it. So Nick was like, what are you doing? I was like, well, I don't know. I don't know what to do. Like, do you want me to call an ambulance? I'm like, no, no, no. You, you, you carry on. You go and do your run. I'll walk back to the car and uh, I'll just bring an ambulance or something. Yeah. So that was it. So uh, living with my brother, I was I, I rung him up. I'm like um, Oliver, just to let you know, I'm on my way home. Um, I'm literally coming in, cooking dinner, and I'm off to hospital. You might have to feed Cat tonight and look after him because <laughs> I think I might be in for a few days. And and lo and behold, I got home, and then I thought, well, do I want to drive to the hospital? I'll have to leave my car. It's going to cost me money if I'm in for a few days. <laughs> it's going to cost me a fortune. So. So, so very I very calm at this point, mate. I was no, I genuinely I was. I was I was calm, but I was also annoyed, yeah. uh, worried, gutted. Yeah, um, I was really enjoying my running, and I was like, "Well, this is this is the end." Um, but yes, yeah, so I rung one 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 one, and they were like, "Listen, we're gonna we're gonna send somebody out to you first. We don't want you to go into hospital if it's not thinking." So I sent these two folk out, and again they hooked me up to these machines in my front room, and they're like. Yeah, I'd say it's gone again, yeah, I'd say it's gone again. We'll give you a lift if you want. I was like, oh, brilliant. Yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Saves the car park. Do you know what? You <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I was like, I've got a bag ready and everything. <laughs> um, so they took me down and, yeah, that was it. Um, straight back in, chest strain, operation, same operation, different surgeon this time. Um uh, so I knew, I knew I fully knew what to expect, and the time, the second time, it was easy. I wasn't I wasn't as scared or as nervous, and it was kind of more enjoyable. I had my own room and uh, just listening to music and just yeah, just getting on with it, getting on with it. And so I had my outpatients the day before I left, and uh, I mean I was I, I'd, I'd say that this was when I first realised I was addicted to running. Yeah. Um, I said to the surgeon, he's like, "How do you feel?" I'm like, "Yeah, I feel alright." He's like, um, "I said." So when can I go running again? And he kind of looked at me and he went, "I'd give it a few weeks. I'd give it a few weeks. Give it about four weeks, and then just just go first, just go for a walk or something. And see how you feel. Just go for a fast paced walk. See how you feel." So I, I for the first three four weeks, I was out every day, just trying to walk, just trying to walk, and just like just like a mile on the first day, I felt knackered. I was coming home after a mile, and I was just passing out on the sofa because I yeah. was just so exhausted. But by the time that four weeks had come, and I'd built up that kind of little bit of extra endurance in my lung and it felt a little bit stronger. I thought, sod it, I'm going out for a run. So I thought, I'll just do a little run. Uh, and for some reason in my mind, three miles was a little run. Um, <laughs> after a little research. Yeah, yeah, you know, you know. And I thought, I'll just take it steady. So I went out and I did three miles and felt fine, felt great. So I thought, right, okay, let's carry on, let's carry on. Um, not that day, but over the week. And I'd have it, have it had a few days off and I'd, then I went for a run again I thought I'll have a few days off and go for a run again I just just built back into it and at the time I'm thinking oh, I'm going to have to cancel my Sheffield 10k place that was in five weeks time I'm going to have to cancel that Manchester half marathon I thought I'm going to have to cancel that I'm not going to be able to do that um, but no no I just something just I don't know something fixed itself and I felt fine and I built right back up I ran five five weeks and two days after surgery. I ran Sheffield ten k easy. I just I just thought to yeah. myself, I'm, there's no point in killing myself here. I'm just going to run it easy. So I knew one of my friends was doing it, um, and it was his first one. So I was just like, I'll just run with you. And we 
ran round, had a great laugh. I stuck a green wig on, and um, we just laughed and chatted the whole way round, and that was brilliant. And I was like, "Wow, can't believe I can't believe I've just done that." And uh, just, just 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 to jump in because I think it's a really interesting point that you've just made. The two things that I really wanted to talk, apart from the fact that you're just my pal, and I wanted to chat to you. The two things that we, I really wanted to cover off was first of all this massive thing that you've gone through with your lung and how you've come back from it. But secondly, is the fact that you are what I would call the absolute embodiment of a social runner. So okay. for you, it's not. I don't. I, I know that you know you're, you're passionate about achieving your own goals within running. Yeah. But yeah. I, I get the impression for you, it's so much more about supporting others, the community, the running. And do you think the two are interlinked? Do you think that because of what you've gone through and realising that there's more to running than just PBs and time, so that's kind of given you a launch pad into, I want to help others, I want to run with others, I want to build an online a running community locally and further afield? Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so, definitely. Um, I mean, like I say, from running with Nathan from the start of my running career and then... Um, I've just something I've never struggled with is people to run with, um, but I think I think one thing that I was doing as well at the time was Instagramming, and I've, I discovered people like yourselves and all all these other people, and I could see that the joy that people were having from running, and um, I don't know, I was just like oh, they look they look like a happy person. I fancy a run with them, and why not? And I fancy a run with them, and so yeah, I just I. I just kind of got in the groove of I just want to run with other people and just enjoy the experience of just running with other people. Like you say, I've got my own goals and and ambitions with my running, but and there's there's ways of training where you go out and you just train for yourself by yourself and you just follow a plan or you do strict sessions all the time on that, or or you can just go out and run and have a laugh and enjoy yourself with other people and and you just improve on the way and, and I know you say that I I kind of help other people with their running but I mean I probably don't say it enough but they help me so much more with my running because without them agreeing to go for a run with me I mean on on the occasional night that I haven't got somebody on the on the list to run with I go home and I'm like do you know what I can't be bothered tonight. I might just have a night off. When was the last time you ran on your own? Oh, and it's not that long ago, actually. Oh, it? it's, no, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, you're quite shocked there, aren't you? It's probably, <laughs> yeah, it's probably about uh, two weeks ago now. But if you ask me before that... Yeah, because I'm, I'm pretty oh. sure the last, last run we went on was probably... We went out today, didn't we? But probably it'd probably been about three or four weeks since we've been out before that. And I'm fairly yeah. certain you told me last time it's been a good while since you've okay so, so statistic wise if you look so but so we go back to lockdown last year and i mean that was a real shock to my running system that because yeah. like say i'm always running with people you're not allowed to meet anybody you've got to stay in the same location one thing that i love doing as well is traveling around and running with people in different locations so you're not just running the same route over and over again doing the same thing so when lockdown kicked in i was like oh this isn't very good um, and I was just, I'd started the year so strongly and I was starting to feel really good. And then end of March, it was like, bang. So April was a struggle. I was struggling to force myself out the door. I was like, ex daily exercise, what can I do? Well, I'm just going to run up the road to the reservoirs and come back. And it just got boring. It got tedious. Um, my mileage started to drop April, May, it was dropping. But then Boris let us all back out to play like near the end of May. Yep. And I'd obviously been watching other people with their running and that, and I was like, so 
all of a sudden I'm like, oh, I'd fancy going for a run as soon as we can. And before I realised, I'd messaged loads of people saying that. So then all of a sudden, when we were allowed back out, they were like, when are we running? When are we running? So I'm like, oh, oh, I've got everybody to run with now. What do I do? I can only run with one person. So I was like, right, Monday night, Tuesday night, Wednesday night. And then all of a sudden, I found myself like running five, six nights a week with different people. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my mileage is going back up here. This is good. This is good. I like it. And and yeah, and I just I just got into a, a rhythm of um, a like set plan every week of running with the same people on the same nights and just. All of a sudden I went from running like 20 miles a week to running 60 miles a week and it just felt great because I just, I didn't have to think about anything. I just, right, I'm meeting Rob on Monday, Matt on Tuesday, we're running five miles this night and before you know it, your mileage just adds up mm. and you've met loads of people and you don't get that opportunity to go home and think, oh, do you know what, I can't be bothered to run. Mm. I literally go straight from work, I'd take my kit to work. I normally finish somewhere between three and four o'clock and I mean the the really lucky thing that I've got as well with these people is they're all available to run at the time around about that time as well so I can just say to them right I'll meet you at four o'clock at Rother Valley and, and that's what we do and, yeah. Yeah. and like I say I've, I went from running like 20 mile weeks to 60 mile weeks and it's just kind of spiralled from there really. And yeah. it's it's interesting that you talk about the increase in mileage because that was one thing I did want to touch upon because you are a big believer in the value of banking miles, aren't you? Mm. And you talked a little bit earlier about, you know, people who do a plan and the value, you know, and yes, you know, you stick strictly to it with your strength and conditioning and your intervals and yeah. your speed work. But you are very much a believer of getting miles in the bag is hugely important and let's not downplay the fact that using that approach over the last year Oof. you've delivered some pretty some pretty good performances uh, recently wait, haven't yeah you, mate? okay fair point fair point so i mean let's let's just get it straight i'm I've nothing against people that follow a plan and they take two rest days a week and they do this interval session this long run that's that's great and it works and i just i've just never really wanted to be tied down to that kind of thing because of the social side of it so so yeah, so with the build-up of the miles, I mean, there's there's that other theory that just running easy but running long and just banking miles and building up your miles can improve you as well at the same time. And uh, I kind of thought after the first few months when I wasn't really doing sessions, well, I was one, one, one a week with Beth on a Tuesday and the rest of it was all just easy miles. I thought, am I going to improve? But then I started to feel more and more comfortable. Longer runs felt easier interval session with Beth felt a little bit easier so I thought yeah this is this is going to work the longer miles the more time on your feet um, just all easy miles I thought this could work this could work and um, time trials weren't my thing over lockdown and no race time I wasn't a fan of it um, I can't motivate myself I don't think to to put an effort in without having a crowd there or a start line or a finish yeah. line. Yep. Um, or an official finish time. Or an official finish time. <laughs> or yeah. a medal. Or a medal. <laughs> or a medal. That's Stop what we're getting it. to, isn't it? If there's no yeah, swag, yeah, I'm yeah, not interested. Yeah. Hey, I've run some races where you don't get a medal yeah, and true. I'm fine with that. I'm fine. <laughs> Bana a banana and a beer at the end. It's like, what's that for? I paid 20 quid for that. <laughs> um, um, yeah, but now I, I, time trials weren't my thing, but I, I found myself, my, I mean, I, I just quickly flipping back, Nathan was like my original running person, he was my main inspiration in running, but um, I had a really bad race in 2018, and at the time, 
my training wasn't going very well and I came across, I mean this is where the whole Instagram thing comes in, um, I came across a local runner who put a cry out for help on a track session, uh, Nicola, and she was training at a track just down the road from me about 10 minutes after I finished work on a Tuesday and I was like, yeah why not, I've never been to a track, I'll try it. So I went around with Nicola and uh, Nicola is, I mean, just like Nathan inspires me, Nicola is like my next biggest inspiration. That girl's been running for years. Mm. Um, she trains so hard, she's so focused. She comes from a really good family of runners. Um, so I trained with her and I still train with her to this day. And so back to the time trials, I, I, I didn't really do time trials, but she was training, she's been training with a coach now for a few months and she was putting sessions in and she's like me she likes a bit of company on these kind of things it's so much easier to do a session if you've got a company in there so she was begging me to come down and do the sessions with her and and I would and I'd go down and I'd, I'd do these sessions with her and then testament to the more miles and etc improving you yeah, I I went and ran an unofficial I call it unofficial because I can't trust you can't trust Garmin GPS, you can't yeah. trust Garmin yeah. but apparently I, I ran a 10k in like over a minute faster than my previous 10k wow. yeah. and I was like but that felt really comfortable and really easy and that's not with a plan that's it's not, not with a plan. specific session it was, it was it on was a Wednesday just... night a few hours after I'd eaten my lunch about Wednesday afternoon a few hours after I felt I felt groggy at the start in the warm up and then she was like we're going to do a 10k tempo and and I was like are we okay right sound so and then we just went round and paused me and I, f I just I, you know when you're running and I'm like it feels pretty good, and I look down. I'm like, bloody hell, that was pretty quick actually. I'm like, I wasn't expecting that on a Wednesday afternoon evening, and uh, and then and then we've done many sessions together, and I've been I've been like, do you know what this this pace kind of just feels easy now, and so yeah, like you say, I, I've, I went I went and raced my first race since March last year. On Monday, I turned up at Boston, not knowing what to expect, and I mean genuinely, I'm I'm my own biggest enemy when it comes to races I'll book a race I know I can run a half marathon not a problem but then I look at my previous time and I'm like nah no chance I'm not going to beat that what am I doing here yeah. so I did all, all week last week I was just beating myself up thinking there's no way I'm going to run under my previous PB not a chance um, and as the week went by I'm checking the weather and I'm thinking god it's going to be hot I can't run in the heat Yep. I'm, I'm a cold weather runner mate this is going to be brutal yeah um, and I was I was just giving myself all the excuses and at least you didn't pretend to be injured like Matt does yeah well obviously yeah 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 how's your Achilles yeah okay glad glad you came Matt <laughs> <laughs> sorry mate go on um, so I, I mean I spent the whole week just kind of telling myself this ain't going to happen it's going to be a terrible race I'm like I know I've trained well and I know I should be on for a PB but everything's just going to go wrong on the day. But something, I don't know, something changes in me as soon as I cross that start line. I mean, I can be stood in the starting pen, which I didn't actually get opportunity to this time because they kick us off in waves and they sent my wave off 10 minutes early. <laughs> I, was in, I was in the toilet thinking, oh, I've still got a bit of time here. I come out and come out of the toilet. I'm like, where's everybody going? <laughs> Some guy goes, your wave's gone already. I'm like, what? I've still got time here. I like, know your wave's gone, you're going to have to jog to the start. So I jog to the start. But as soon as I cross that line, something in my mind just goes, right, come on, 13 miles, let's just go. Let's just do this. We can do it. It's it's fine. If you 
if you fail, you fail. If you succeed, you succeed. And whatever the outcome, you're going to learn something from the race and you're going to achieve something, whether it be a learning experience or, or a personal best or whatever. So I found myself chasing through the pack at the first mile and I'm like looking down at my watch and running like a six minute mile. I'm like, that's not going to last, is it? I'm going to, <laughs> I'm going to completely blow up here in the heat and... I slowed it down and I just got in a rhythm and I found myself in like a little pack for the first two miles and just plodding along and then and then we kind of broke off from the me and this lad broke off from them and I, I had this guy from Long Eaton Running Club on my shoulder I kid you not he was I could I turned my head to the side and his face was like right there and I was like right pal <laughs> um, fancy going for a run next Wednesday <laughs> yeah. Yeah. are you on Instagram are you on Instagram <laughs> add me um and it, so we we plodding along for 10 miles and I, and I tried not to look at my watch too much. I just felt like I was in a good flow and, and every beep I'd look down and I'd be like, oh, that was, that was a good one, yeah. When's the blow-up going to happen? And at 10 miles, he took off. I thought to myself, you you purely just used me as a windshield for 10 miles mm. and now you're going places. You awesome. Yeah, literally, <laughs> literally. And, he's, and at like the 10-mile mark, he shot off and within like 200 metres after 10-mile mark, he's, he's, he's gone. I'm like... Oh, all right then. I'm not keeping up with you now. Thanks. thanks Bye, for, friend. Thanks for pacing me through. Um, um, but, but then it got down to like mile eleven, and I'm like, the blow up hasn't happened yet. I'm I'm still feeling fresh. I'm feeling good. What's going wrong here? What's going wrong? And then, and then in my head, I'm just thinking, I, I could probably do this now. I could probably do this. And I just, and then I remembered what was waiting for me at the finish line: girlfriend, best friend, wife, and his wife and kids, and. I was like, you know what? Let's just get there. Let's just get there. And I just, I just found myself speeding up and speeding up, and and and, the, and the, just the joy of coming down that, turning the corner and having like five hundred meters of looking down, and I could just see Josh just stood on this wall above everybody else. I'm like, huh, nice one, mate. Nice one. I see you, um, and I'm running down, just like going, yes, yes, I've done it. I've done it. Come around the corner, and uh, I just crossed the line and looked at my watch. I'm like. Holy crap! That's so much faster than I thought I was gonna go, and yeah, it was just joyous and jubilation, and and I I didn't think I could run that time. I I never th- I thought I might be close to my PB. I certainly didn't think I was gonna be best part of three minutes under it. I, and I, and when I look at the pace, and I think to myself, I ran that pace for thirteen miles, but I haven't trained anywhere near that for like near five months. How the hell have I just done that? Um, and it's just. Yeah, it's just testament to the fact that, do you know what, you can actually get fit and fast just from running easy and just, you know, follow a plan. You just have to you just have to be consistent. That's yeah. all it is. It's just consistency. It's just going out, getting the miles, finding a love for just running and just enjoying it. And that and that's something that I, I have. I, I love just running with people, anybody, anybody that wants to go for a run. I mean... Uh, some people I'll message and be like, "Fancy going for a run?" They'll be like, "Oh no, you're too fast for me. You're too fast for me." And it's like it's, it's not about how fast I am or how slow you think you are. We will find a pace where we can just run and chat and just enjoy and just jog around the block. And you show me somewhere new and we'll just chat a load of nonsense for a bit. And it's just passes time. And yeah. at the end of the day, it's a benefit. And like you say, you think you say I help others by going out and running with them and giving them a little bit of knowledge, my knowledge and experience, which I've learned over the last four years, but it, they're helping me equally as much because they're making me get my miles in and that's helping me improve. So Mate. testament to everybody that I run with, that's that's why I think I'm getting better because of everybody that 
just answers the text message and goes, yeah, sure, I'll see you here at this time. And it's like, brilliant, oh, cool, right, so I'm definitely running that day. What a um, mantra. I love it, man. I love it. Now, listen, we are 36 minutes into this conversation. It feels like we've been talking for five. Um, we could talk all day, man, but uh, let's uh, let's start thinking about next steps. So what's in plan for you? What's the rest of 2021 look like for Ben? Um, marathon is always my goal. Marathon is my distance now. I've, I've, over the years, I've built up a, a love for running that distance. It sounds crazy, but I, I love covering 26 miles, mainly because of my long. When, I, when I'm running 5Ks hard or, or 10Ks hard, much as I kind of enjoy it at the end, I don't enjoy it during breathing fast and breathing heavy. One thing I have felt every single day since that first operation in 2010 is my chest and my lung. I feel it. I, there's not a day that goes by where I don't either cough, breathe, sneeze, twist, lift, uh, move in some way where I can't feel that something's gone on in my chest. So when I'm running marathon being my distance because... Even though it's hard and it's a long distance, you're not exerting your mm. your aerobic function as hard as you would do in a five or a ten k. So, so for me, the distance will always be marathon or above. Yeah. Now, um, I do enjoy five k's and ten k's at the end, but not during, just because of the pain and the and the exertion and the, and just the worry. I just one thing they said to me after my second bout of surgery is the chances of it happening again are incredibly high. Right. Um, so I feel like. If I'm doing something that's going to potentially stress it, it could happen. And if I do it and I do it in the middle of a run and it knocks me off running again, I don't really want to do that. So marathon is my focus. Steady, steady paced for 26 miles. And yeah, that's the ambition this year is to run Manchester. And the goal is in any race, the goal is always PB. It's always PB. And the A goal is PB. B goal is a time goal. And C goal is just finish, just finish the race. Um, So... I've got no real time goal this year. It's just just good for a PB yeah. at Manchester, and then crazily, I've decided to sign up for an ultra. Uh, just why not? Why not? Why not? Thing yeah. to do now, ultras, aren't they? Yeah, think, apparently yeah. so. Yeah, apparently so. But I've I've found a found a long run buddy, Crazy Tara. I call her. She's crazy. Honestly, she she runs. That girl runs some distance. Um, and we've been training so much together recently, doing long runs. I'm running with her on Saturday, and she's got a marathon coming up. Um, and we just we just joked a few months ago. We said, should we just run a marathon one Saturday morning? And we did. We just ran down the road here and did 26 miles. And at the end, we are like, we could have kept going. Should we do an ultra? So we found an ultra that worked. And we were just like, yeah, all right, we'll do an ultra. So Manchester in October, and then two days after my birthday, I'm going to be running an ultra through the hills in Huddersfield and around Yorkshire. And... I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. Lovely man, and I'm sure as well. Lots of uh, sociable runs with uh, anyone, anyone and everyone, anyone and everyone. I've I've travelled quite far around the country, and whenever I'm going somewhere in the country, if I know I'm going away for a night or even if I'm just going for a day, um, I'll I'll try and work out who's in that area, who's near that area, who I can maybe go for a run with, and I'll just drop them a message and say, "Hey, mate, I'm coming." Like JP the other week, John. Yeah. The other week, I was over at my mum's, and I know we'd just done that friends thing in the in the challenge, and I was just like, "Oh, well, he lives kind of near my mum, so yeah, why not? I'll just message him see if he wants to go for a run." And there we are, we went for a run together. And I know, know before lockdown, you used to follow Sheffield United all over the country, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Used to yeah. Day before and do parklands. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Oh, yeah. Uh, forgot about that. God, that seems so long ago since we were allowed in a football stadium. Bloody hell. Uh, yeah, I I travelled with Sheffield United and. 
Um, a lot of the games were London based and me and my uncle, we've always gone to football together since we were like 11. Uh, well, I was 11, not him. He's my uncle, bless him. He's a lot older. <laughs> um, uh, but he's got he's got a friend that lives down in Flittick, which is near Luton, Milton Keynes kind of area thing. And there's loads of park runs down there. Yeah. So we'd always go down on the Friday night after after work. I'd pick him up, drive down to his mates. We'd go out for a curry and a few beers on the Friday night. And then I'd go and do a park run around there. Um, and then we go off to footy together, and yeah, yeah, I, uh, I miss that. I really miss Park. Oh, bloody hell, I love Parkrun. Yeah, hoping uh, it's hoping it's back soon. In fact, hopefully, when this goes out, it'll be next week that we'll all be hitting a Parkrun. I think because this is going out week after next, and we're we'll back right. on the twenty first, the twenty first of June, twenty sixth of June, twenty sixth yeah. of June. Anyway, hopefully sooner rather than later. It doesn't get pushed back again. So listen, man, if people want to get to you, you are on Instagram at Sheffield Strider. Sheffield right, underscore Strider. Don't forget the underscore. Can't be doing that. And anyone you want to shout out, say hello to before we finish, my man. No, not really. <laughs> yeah. uh, everybody, every everybody that interacts with me, everybody that sends a, an inspirational message to me or a, a message of congratulations, anybody that has ever got in touch and come for a run, anybody that wants to, my my DMs are always open. Um, <laughs> let's not go there we've avoided we've avoided that the whole conversation um, yeah listen I'm, I'm I'm always willing to run with people I'm always willing to to travel and just go for a run I, I can always make days out um, uh, and yeah I just want to discover as much of the country as possible do as much running as possible and meet as many people as possible because every everybody's got a kind of story behind them as to why they've got into running how that's something I talk to every new person about I'm like so how did you get into running and you don't realise that like you've just kind of heard a bit about my story but you don't realise some of the stories other people have as well and you look at them and you're like wow yeah. that's crazy and yeah. well done and and yeah so everyone's pretty awesome yeah. yeah pretty awesome listen man and you're pretty awesome as well thank you so much for taking the time my brother really really appreciate it and nice to do one face to face first time yeah, I've done yeah. one of these interviews face to face so thank you for being my first mm. I think we need to leave it there <laughs> don't we uh, Ben thanks man um, anyone give, give Ben a follow if you do any if you're doing anything and find out where he is in the country on any given time and go for a run with him uh, Matt say goodbye goodbye bye Bye. Right, is that dog finished barking in your garden? Can we start now? <laughs> I think so, yeah. Yeah, I can't, yeah. Can't hear it now. <laughs> right, what did you think of Ben Still? <laughs> yeah, we're good, yeah. I, if you didn't know his story about his, his lung, then you do now. Um, accomplished so much after, since, since since all them... Uh, traumas he had and uh, yeah just just amazing bloke and super super like you said before super nice dude yeah, yeah definitely. Do, 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 do you want me to tell you that awkward ben story that always cracks me up and um because like we're really we're really good pals now but like back in 2000 and i want to say 19 i think um he was he talked by briefly in, in, in the in the chat that he, 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 sorry you, you say back in back in like you were like <laughs> back in 80s <laughs> <laughs> mate, mate, 2020's lasted 14 years, I'm telling you. Um, no, in 2019, he paced Sheffield 10K, and I was going for a PB, and uh, I stuck with him, uh, and he had loads of people around him, because everyone knows him, and uh, I stuck with him uh, just like until about the 3K mark, and then uh, and 
anyone who's done Sheffield 10K might know that it then goes uphill up Brocco Bank, round and up to Botanical Gardens. It's about a kilometre of uphill climb, and I'm useless on hills. So he got away from me doing his consistent, you know, minute 30s. And so he got away from me, and then he gets to the 5K, and he comes down this lovely long hill, right? And so I'm, I'm coming down this hill, and I can see him in front of me, and I'm like, right, Ben's on marker. Once I get past Ben, I'm going, right? This this was going to be like But all the time I'm thinking, Ben's really sound. I want to be friends with Ben. <laughs> so say something cool when you go past him. <laughs> so I'm thinking and I'm thinking and I'm thinking. I'm like, what's something cool I can say? And uh, Avengers Endgame had just come out. And you know how when, uh, when, when they all come back, Avengers, spoiler alert, when they all come back through the little rings to help Captain America and you hear, you hear Sam Wilson, you can go, on your left, because they stayed like seven films ago, and everyone goes, oh my god it's like this amazing moment for comic book nerds, I thought I'm going to go past him, and I'm going to go on your left, as I'm going to go past and he's going to fanboy out, and I'm going to fanboy out with best mates forever, right? <laughs> so I did it, I ran past him and I went, on your left and he went Go ahead, mate. Well done. And I ran and I ran my PB and I got to the end of it. And I found him at the end and he gave me a hug and he was like, well done. Well done, mate. Did you get your PB? And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, what about that on your left? And he went, what do you mean? And I was like, you know, on your left from, from, from Avengers. And he went, I've never watched a Marvel film in my life. <laughs> right. Okay, I'm just going to go crawl in this hole and die. <laughs> I think you just assume everybody's watched every film that you've ever watched, ever. Yeah, I put people on my agenda a little bit too much. Oh, so. Dear. so that was the day that Ben and I established our nerd levels uh, are not compatible, but we still became firm friends anyway, so it's all right. All worked out with the best. Uh, anyway, yeah, Ben, amazing story. I don't know why that's all that. That just makes me sound like a complete and utter loser. <laughs> Let's move on. Um, so, oh, shut your mouth, you. Um, so, make Matt run. Come to an end. Yes. Challenge Matt. Sound bite for all time's sake. It's the garden. I've never got door open. <laughs> it's the Make Matt Run Challenge. challenge louder Matt. than that. Louder than that. What? Didn't into it. It's the, it's the Make Matt Run Challenge. Challenge Matt. Yeah, I suppose so. I'll take it. A, a six out of ten. Six out of ten. Six. Um, six. So it was our last make back run challenge. Uh, we uh, Rowdy Roy Pipe Cleaner and Macho Matt Randy Savage did a Gladiators style Macho game. Macho, whoa, 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 Macho Matt Randy Bugger. Oh, Randy Bugger, yeah, I got too carried away then. Um, <laughs> And also, I don't want to do this segment because I'll tell you what happened. Um, again, for anybody who is new to the show, over the course of this series, Matt and I have took on each other in a series of running fitness and fun theme challenges. I have asked members of you, our Fart Like Family, to step up and challenge him. Um, and he's took one. He's done planking. He's done school sports days. He's done mastermind. We've had a good giggle. We've recorded and we've put them all out there on social media for you guys to have a watch of. Um, and if you lost, you did a forfeit every mm-hmm. week. And, 
I won the series pretty early on. Uh, Matt had a slow start. However, he did get some um, pride back. He won a lot of the later episodes. And um, this episode, I'll be honest, I got carried away with what was going on. So, <laughs> some context. Last forfeit is one that neither of us wanted. Like, at all. Matt's mm. having palpitations about it all series. He's been texting me, saying, do we do we definitely have to do this? Um, can we not just swap this forfeit out for something easier? Um, we get to choose, the winner gets to choose a football shirt for the opposition to run in. Matt is a hardened Sheffield Wednesday fan. I am a staunch Manchester United supporter. So wearing a Liverpool or Sheffield Wednesday top would not be enjoyable for us in the slightest. Now oh, so I, I, we, wear, I wear a Wednesday top. I won't wear a United shirt. Oh, I said a United top. Sorry, mate. I'm not, I don't know what's up with me. I'm, I think I'm, get, I'm getting emotional because of what happened. Um, <laughs> so we did the we did the recording for Gladiators, knowing that the loser would have to do the uh, forfeit. It got to the final, and we had to run up a big hill. I end up thinking to myself, I was like, it'd be dead funny if I just didn't run up the hill. If Matt was running up the hill and I just thought, nah, you know what, I'm not going to do it. So in my head, I was like, that'll be dead funny and people will like that. That'll, be, that'll get a laugh on the, on, the, um, on the edit. I did it and I went, no, I did me all kind of like, no, you can run up. And I got to the bottom of the hill and I thought, shit. It just didn't register. And then I got back and I was like, oh, pants, that means I've, I've lost. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Mm. Sorry? Yeah, uh, call myself Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, Jack's, Jack's on screen and he's got an envelope in his hand. Why have you got an envelope in your hand, Jack? We know. You have to draw this out. We know what forfeit I've got to do. Yeah, but... Do you, or or have I changed what's in the envelopes? That's the thing. Has Matt been texting me, and has Matt given me a bit of money to change what was in this envelope because he was too scared just in case he got it? Don't give me hope. Don't give me hope. Well, you never know. You never know. You don't know. It's sealed. What what number have I got left, Jack? I don't. I ain't got the numbers on them anymore. (laughs) They were just post envelope. They were just post. You, what 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 one do you want? Uh, you have got this one in this hand or this one in this hand. I want that one in that hand. This one in this hand because it's the only one, isn't it? Do you want me to open it? Mm-hmm. This is stupid. This we've not planned this segment at all, right? Carry on. And Rob, you have to go and have a guess. What what could it be? Oh, uh, you know what? Mm, let me think. Mm, think. 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 Mm. Maybe it'll be after running a fucking Liverpool shirt. I don't know. Is it? Oh, yeah. You're correct. Oh, yeah. Get on that. A new career as a psychic coming up. Five brownie points. (laughs) I'm quite sad about that, to be fair. Mystic sodding Meg. What do you mean you're sad about it? I'm I'm not sad that I've not got to do it, obviously, but I'm quite sad that you've got to go out of your comfort zone and do it. (laughs) Yeah, but Matt, you still have to run with baked beans in your shorts, so... Yeah. Mm, oh, about that. Don't you cop out of that one. <laughs> mm, yeah, yeah, mm. that'll that'll give me some solace. Um, when am I doing it then, Matt? Uh, you've got to get older, Liverpool chop, don't you first? 
I can get older when I've got a couple of pals who are copites. Fair enough. Uh, whenever, whenever we can, then. Whenever we can, but. Uh, oh right, okay. Well, let's let's record it then. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Let's try and get you some some donations for your page if you do if you do wear it. I know it's part of the challenge and part of the uh, part of the fun. So why not? Anybody that's uh, listening now, pop over and uh, when we when did we do the video and Rob's ran in his Liverpool shirt, uh, pop well, over and g- give him a donation. I, I, I tell you what, I that is a good idea. I tell you what, I'll do. So we agreed that it'd be a five k run, didn't we? Three miler. Mm-hmm. How about this? I will run this weekend, this Sunday in that shirt. Uh, I'm going to run three miles in it. For every £10 that gets donated between now and Sunday, up to a maximum of £100. No, £70, So I don't want to do more than 10 miles. I'll <laughs> add an extra mile. Yeah. Nice so if I, get, wow. if, I get 70, if I get 70 quid with the donations, I'll do 10 miles in it. And I'll do it round roads instead of on the trail. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would have done that. Yeah, I, I, I don't want you doing ten miles in your back garden. <laughs> yeah, I'd be doing. Yeah, yeah back, back, back garden. Le, yeah, Lee Ryan style. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll go out, and, I'll go out in public and everything, but I'll definitely do the three miles. But if anyone makes a donation, I'll, I'll look me distance. Sound fair? Fair, fair. Sound. If you put yourself out fair. here, out there, this this series for all your challenges, mate, I'm proud of you. Well done. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, buddy. Could have done it without you. Um, right. I've got a good news story for me today. Please, Matthew, for the last time in Series 3 before we have a week off. And then I'm going to start asking you to do it again in Series 4. And I'm going to keep talking to you. I don't care, Prescott. I'm quite glad you did that because I was busy uh, searching my phone was, for the, I was, I, for the I article. See, I, I can see I was stalling for you. And yeah, the panic in my eyes, yeah. <laughs> Take a breath, mate. You're all right. Uh, yes, yeah, so this one's on uh, Runner's World, Jack... Uh, found it out for us so a runner a 73 year old runner gene dykes a set uh, age group world record for the 50k he did this on 13th of june uh in new york and he finished 50k in three hours and 56 minutes and 43 seconds so that works out at average of 737 per mile pace which is absolutely awesome uh, and also just just five weeks ago he run uh, the cook oh here we go Great name is Cocodona 250, which is 250-ish miles in Arizona. Uh, yes, and it says up next is going to be running the 100 miler in Ohio on the 19th of June. But to run a 737 mile at 73 uh, per mile at 73 year old, wow! I can't even run that at, <laughs> for 26 miles, and I'm only 37. Hey, hey, Matt, hey, Matt, what? What do you call a nice man who kind of cola when you're thirsty? I don't know. A coca donor. Jack, that's where you insert the uh, the tumbleweeds. I d- it was on the spot. I, d- <laughs> I just, I just coca, coca, yeah, coca cola, coca donor. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Do, you not, do you not get it, or is it not funny? <laughs> no, I, I get it. T- <laughs> I, I can never tell with you. You're quite a hard game comedy. Oh, dear. 
No, I got it, but no, it's just, uh, it's just not funny. <laughs> Although now, 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 now you're thinking about it, it gets funnier every time, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, it does. It does. You'll be, you know what's going to happen? You'll be lying in bed tonight with Donna. You'll be falling asleep. Hey, hey Donna. And, and you go, hey, Donna. And she'll go, what? And you'll go, what you call a nice man who gives you kind of cold? Oh dear. Anyway, yeah, so this uh, good yeah, news story yeah, of sorry. the week is yeah. Gene yeah. Dykes of America for running the world record 50k in three hours, 56 minutes, and 43 seconds. Well done, sir. You are our hero of the week. We salute you, sir. Jack, Jack just posted on the chat. I don't get it. And then two minutes later, oh, donor like donation. I get. <laughs> Ridiculous. Oh, bless you. For the last time in Series 3, we've got some cues before we get out of it. Ooh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, first, first of all, I want to shout out everybody that uh, took part in the Make Matt Run Challenges, all the Fartlight family. So, John Pickup, our JP, uh, Tom Matt Taylor, Manisha, Neil Marshall, uh, Derek, uh, as in Derek Goes Running, Zara, Bob Thomas, uh, our Scott, um, Dean Wicks, and Adam, aka not bad for a fact. Lad. Thank you everybody that took part, got, uh, went out of the comfort zones to, uh, to to take part in all that. So yeah, well done. Thank you very much. You know, I want to shout out Roger Robbie Pipe Cleaner as well. He tried hard. He, <laughs> he did. He did. And that that video. Yeah, if you've not if you've not been and watched that yet, you need to. It's funny. It's funny. It was like you say, a lot of hard work went into that. It did, yeah. It was a, it was a bit of a, a bit of a labour. I love that, wasn't it? So yes, thank mm. you uh, to all of our mate Mott Run champions. Thank you to all our amazing guests for series three: yes. Nick Butter, yes. Anna Chapman, Simon Grace, Amrik Tora, Sally Bryder, uh, Ian and George, yep. the Couch to Five Girls, Lee Ryan, Ben Stittle. Who am I forgetting, Mark? Keep me honest. Jonathan Ferrari, uh, Roberto. Ferrari. Roberto Wah. Yeah, Simon Grace. Said Simon. I think we've got everyone in yeah, there. Thank you, Ryan. guys, so much for taking awesome part. Stuff. We really couldn't do it without you. You are the main event. You are the reason people tune in. So we are grateful to you. Thank you to Graham Lindley, of course, for our amazing theme music. Yes. Uh, you're a superstar. It's the gift that Thank keeps you on giving. To everybody that's donated to you as well. That's. Oh. absolutely shut up in donations with all the challenges we've done so thank you yeah. to everybody for that as well yeah yeah stole my thunder if you listen to the start of this episode uh which we recorded the little pre-bit we recorded it uh before we started the series and i think matt's point was we've made nearly 500 quid let us get a bit higher so that was where we were at the start of the series uh, we're closing out the series on £1,263.83, I think. And we are currently on target to get well above the £1,500 mark once we get finished with the um, uh, the What the Fat Like Charity football match on the 3rd of July. Um, speaking of shout-outs, I do want to give a big shout-out to Cathy. Um, uh, very, very valued member of the Fatlight family who uh, posted a video last week that frankly made me cry um, twice. Uh, she is, uh, yeah, like I said, she's big involvement in the Make Matt Run Challenges, big support of the podcast, very good friend of ours. And uh, she is doing the 4x4x48 challenge. It starts tonight, if you're listening on Thursday. 
Um, uh, amazing. She asked if she could fundraise on our behalf. She didn't want to start her own page. She didn't want to do it for a different charity. She said, say thank you for um, letting her be a part of this stupid little thing that we do. She wanted to fundraise for us. So please do check out what Kathy's doing. Instagram handle, Matt, Sunflowers, Stars. You've got it on you. Yeah, Sunflowers, Turtle, Stars, is it? Yeah, that's the one. Um, mm. Go over, check Kathy out, see what she's doing. We're going to be resharing, reposting all the stuff she does. Um, but yeah, amazing challenge, amazing lady, and yeah, yeah. just humble, so, humble so beyond belief. Yeah. Bless her, yeah, well done. So Big thank you. Um, thanks, of course, to our hardworking team behind the scenes um, who don't get thanked enough. Thank you to Paul, thank you to Joe, thank you to Sammy, thank mm-hmm. you to uh, Jack. Uh, thank thank you to Lou who despite not being present for this series because she's been on maternity leave looking after little Freddie uh, the newest fart lecker um, she's still been a massive massive creative force um, uh, behind the scenes always available on WhatsApp for me and Matt when we're trying to write bits Um, and she's going to be back with a vengeance in series 4 she'll be reclaiming her position as games master um, for me Matt run most miles so thank you so much to all of you guys um, anyone else going to thank Matt? No, I think that's about it, buddy. Uh, Jack, who's been after the finish line this week? Hello. Firstly, I'd like to say thank you to you two for hosting the podcast this series. You've done a formidable job again. Wait, formidable, oh, that's the correct word, isn't it? Formidable. Um, and on after the finish line this week, I've got someone very close, friends of Ben, known Ben from the start. Uh, she actually introduced me to Ben, and her name is Jer as I like to say, because she says Jer. <laughs> Northern Lash, Joe, now they're marginalised. Josephine! Josephine will be on After the Finish Line, which will go out Saturday morning on YouTube for you to watch at your pleasure. Um, but please, please enjoy it and let me know how it is. Subscribe, press the notification bell, all that jazz, comment, and hopefully, if I'm allowed, I'll come back next series. Yeah, good. Mm. You will, you will, you absolutely will, yeah, yeah, definitely. Have you, have you enjoyed after the finish line, Jack? Yes, I have. I've, it's been a big learning curve. I found it very stressful uh, because obviously I'm not, I don't have a house as such. I'm living with my girlfriend's parents. So I'm on the conservatory table. I'm trying to decorate and build a house. So it's been <laughs> stressful, but it's been a nice release. And every time I've recorded it, I've had a right laugh. Um, I've met so many new people who I've never spoken to before. It's just been good fun, really. I think you've been amazing, mate. Well done. Awesome, um, I tell you what, chaps, we couldn't leave without one of these. Who fancies a, a guest announcement for Series 4? Oh, yes, 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 yes. Already? All right, all right, all right, all right. Calm down! Calm your little us. cockles, lads. Calm your little cockles down. I'll tell you right now. I don't know why I started doing this accent, but I've committed to it now, so we'll just carry on. Uh, so, if I said... The name, the, the the Instagram handle, Project Marathon Girl. Would that mean anything to you? Hmm. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Please, please share. Jordan Foster is on. You might know better. Right. So, absolutely huge following on Instagram. Uh, really valued member of the online running community, but also an amazing runner right across marathon and ultra marathon distances. She's just had a baby and she's talking about her journey back postpartum. It's a great one. Jordan is nice. the best. Uh, we really enjoyed the chat with her. 
uh, we had to navigate through it uh, while the little one was sleeping. So it was good fun to to kind of figure out. Uh, but yeah, great one. I think you'll really enjoy it. Just the first of many awesome guests for Series 4 that we'll let you know as we go. Uh, super excited about that one. And that's about it, really, I think. Guys, apart from to say, you know, make your runs continue to be wonderful. You know, wait, be wait, excellent wait. to each other. Have we I can't help not... Yeah, are we missing something? Jack, yeah. have we got everything on the agenda done? I I think so. I've, I think we've ticked it all off. I know we're tired, but I think that's everything. Why have I got? Why have I got a picture? Why why in my head have I just got an ant walking across the front of my brain? Ah. Statman John. Statman John. Why is he not rang? He's normally rang by now. Definitely, he knows what time we record. Strange. I'll tell you what, I'll use my Yorkshire Ewok Jedi powers and I'll summons him to call us. How's about that? Wait, 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 wait. Right. I don't mean to invoke the nerd card for the second time today, but Ewoks don't have Jedi powers, you meth. Well, they do now, pal. <laughs> no, they do. You, you can't change the Star Wars. Um... They don't say, Jedi's oh. don't say, um... This won't work. There is no way this won't work. You're being I'm stupid. Not, I'm not a this Star Wars not... nerd, am I? Hum... You're offending me. Wait, no! Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh... All right, let's answer it. Hello! Hello, lads. How are you? That man, John. Is he here? Last uh, right, so New Orleans last week. Where are you, Statman John? Where have you decided to I'll finish? I find myself in the fabulous, sunny Milton Keynes, England. <laughs> <laughs> Back in Milton Keynes, ironically, where Lou lives. Um, so I can kind of see you thinking. But of course, to get back, transatlantic flight from New Orleans, you will have required, sir, some form of passports and identification, so I believe you'll have, you'll have used one of our Fartlek family's ID to do that. So, Matt, do you want to give us, the, for the last time in the series, the soundbite? I'll have to go f- all in on this thing, shall all I? In. All, all in. in. And, John, me and you, we're both getting involved in the second bit, all right? Are you ready? It's going to be big. It's going to be big. Take my ID. Take ID. God's sake. I give it that big build up and then no. Rob no. messes it. You were fine, Statman John. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. Fine. It was I never tried. good, was it? I tried. Right. Mm. <laughs> Let's move on. Statman John, whose idea have you nicked this week? Uh, this week I am Run Fat Boy Run 2017. Yes, an early series guest, Simon. Brilliant one to round off with. Go back and have a listen to his episode if you haven't already. Wonderful. So, uh, Milton Keynes then, Statman John. Is this you giving up? Have you gone home? 
Uh, yes, yeah, so I've come home because I needed to get some new socks, but. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's been 12 weeks. It's, uh, it's, it's an emotional one, so let me tell you, I came home and Jack the Crow had made me a welcome back sign. <laughs> Beautiful. It was a life size drawing of us hugging in danger. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's missed you. Yeah, so much. And uh, just this morning I was unpacking. I took a moment to reflect on my travels uh, in my favourite corner of the shed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and lads, that's where it's happened. Um, what? I looked up at the ceiling and there he was, Harold, smiling back at me. What? He was in the shed the whole time. The whole time, lads, I'm crying. We danced, we hugged, oh. broke into song. Oh, magical! <laughs> I mean, I mean, I am. Don't get me wrong. I am absolutely overwhelmed in joy that Harold is back with us and he's fine and he's okay. But you've you spent 12 weeks travelling around the world, Statman John, and he was in your shed. The whole time. The Did whole time. In the shed where he lives. Mm, he's been there the whole time. I can't believe it. And you didn't think to look in the shed? Uh, no, no, I didn't. I thought I thought he would have come out to me if he was in the shed, and he didn't. <laughs> oh, wow. What you're, basically saying, what you're basically saying is this entire 12 weeks with the segments has been a complete waste of time. Yes, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but we've enjoyed it. We've enjoyed it, Stop man, John. We've enjoyed your travels in the world. Harold is here if you want to say hello quickly. Harold, how are you? It's been so long. Are you all right? Oh, come set. Oh, God. Oh, God, lads. Oh, where's he gone? I've lost him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess it's a way to drag this out for another series, isn't it? I can't believe it. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Where is he gone? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Before you go, Statman John, um, you've been all around the world. You've seen so many things, so many new places, so many cultures, so many life-changing events and occurrences. Have you got a message for our listeners? Have you got something poignant or thoughtful that you've taken away from, from this whole experience? Oh my, yes, this is a bit deep, but everybody, just don't let your eyes dry out. Keep soaking them. John, thank you for being you. Uh, I guess we're going to have to find him, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, I can't believe I've done that. Right, we'll see you next series. Right, see you soon, lads. Ta-ra. Bye-bye. Start mine, John. <laughs>